What's up? What's up? What's up? My peeps is keeping it real with Miss Breaker. Your girl want to talk about a few things. I don't know if you guys know this, but Spotify just took uh, respect off of um. They took down respect Aretha Franklin's song "Respect" because. They're saying it is discriminating against trans. Now, I have a lot to say about this, and I'm trying my best not to disrespect anybody's sexuality in any sense. But I'm sorry, y'all. I'm reading an email. Hold on, give me a few moments. Give me a few moments. I'm going to wait till people, folks come up in here and then I'll.
All right, I'm back. I had to do something real quick. You know, responsibilities come first. But my thoughts on this whole thing, like, I just saw, now, one, I saw the petition being signed for taking down the Aretha Franklin song, Respect, from Spotify, because, quote, unquote, transgenders feel discriminated from the, by the song. Now, I don't, like, I'm trying to understand, like, oh, this fucking world. Sometimes I feel like people really have no respect for people of color. Like, there's so many fucking rules and regulations for that are gay, bisexual, les- whatever, the LGBTQ community. Like, there's so many laws laid down for these folks and these communities and these groups but yet there's none that protect black women. There's none that protect black men. And y'all are fucking concerned about a song? You know, I'm really upset right now and I'm gonna tone it down a little bit cause I don't want y'all to be all <laughs> like, yo, Miss Breaker's losing her shit today. But I'm trying to wrap my head around this shit and it's so hard because it's like, this is so inconvenient. So now you're taking a song that separates, you're taking down a song because it doesn't, you know, it, it's not, let me get my thoughts together. Let me, let me take a deep breath. Okay. They're trying to take down a song that symbolizes strength for women. But because it doesn't symbolize strength for transgenders, it's an issue. Where are we going to start drawing the fucking line? Where are we going to draw the line? I don't condone anything sexuality on television, on, you know, I don't condone that shit for children. Like, no. And it's just like this world today, people are just so, they don't think about the consequences that this that that's going to bring corruption and confusion to communities like i get that the song doesn't talk about transgender you know women or men but if i would have think logically about this shit instead of emotionally i would have said to myself why don't i make a song for transgenders you know what i mean like why don't i reach out to my favorite artists and say, you should make a song for transgenders instead of stripping soulful fucking music that was like, when Aretha Franklin made that song, Respect, or actually, let me let me go to the article before I start going and going on my rant. I don't know if it's Respect or if it's... Um, Aretha Franklin song, uh, woman, uh, dang, I can't even think off the top. Uh, goodness, I love that song. A phenomenal woman. Let me go on Google real quick. I'm stressing out because I just saw this and I just felt the need to come on here. But I, I really, okay, let me see what, 
natural woman. There we go. My bad, y'all. You see, my mind's all over the place. So they took a natural woman down because it's discriminating against transgender. But it's like, logically, I mean, uh, you're a transgender, which means you're changing your gender into something that it that it never once was. You're making something that's non-existent, non-existing to exist. So you're not natural. So how the fuck can you be mad that you're not a natural woman? You change your, you, you change, you transition from one gender to another. That's not natural. And it's not discriminating. So it's like, I'm trying to wrap my head around you know, I'm trying to wrap my head around this shit, y'all. Somebody come on here and have this conversation with me. Because I don't want to I don't want to disrespect anyone. But like a lot of these things that are problems, quote unquote, problems are not problems, yo. Let a black person try to say, "Oh, I'm getting discriminated because of my natural hair." They're just going to look at us and say, "Oh, well, straighten your shit and fit in like the rest of them that's what people really think that's how people really be trying to navigate around here but it's like that's not the you know <sighs> lord somebody come up here for i just i'm just gonna go on a rant and like i said i don't not disrespecting nobody's sexuality but truly and honestly as a transgender do you really think that that's natural like, can you say as a trans woman that you're a natural woman? I can answer it for you. No. You went to a doctor. You did something that's scientifically impossible to do after you're out of the womb type of thing. You got to go see a doctor to change that. And I'm, I don't mean to scientifically impossible it's an it's possible but it's not natural so you can't get mad at that shit like i love that song aretha franklin natural woman it speaks so much to me because i am a woman people that pretend and change their sexuality to be a woman that's a choice that you choose to make just know that that choice you've made is not natural. So how can you really get mad at the simple fact that because this song isn't a representation of a trend, that you shall feel offended when you were, I mean, you, you, you're not a woman. You're still a man. When you, and I hate to do this, but I'm going to say it because I'm all about keeping it real. I want to make sure this is a safe space where I can talk and say the things that I want to without being disrespectful or disrespecting anyone's sexuality, like I said, or disrespecting anyone, period. But like, when you die and say, scientists dig up your bones and say, oh, da, 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 they dig it up, oh. They see your headstone says a female's name, but then when they dig up your body, it's a man. They're going to say, oh, science is going to say these are male bones. The woman's bones and the male's bones are different. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how hard you try to change yourself. You are who you are. You are who you were born into. You know, you're born who you are. 
it doesn't matter what changes you make. It's okay to, you know, express yourself the way that you should. I feel that everyone should love who they love. Love is love. I feel that everyone should express themselves as they should. And I do feel that everyone should speak up for themselves when they feel disrespected. But it's not always fortunate for people like me to be able to talk about certain things and not get fucking canceled because I'm you're not you're not careful with your they and them. I'm sorry. I am fucking sorry. But it's too much. You're separating and separating and separating and segregating and segregating and segregating. I'm telling you, history does not repeat. History continues to and continues to stay the same until it actually changes. We had a race war. Now we're having a sexuality war. For what? For fucking what? I'm sorry if I'm yelling right now, y'all. I'm a passionate speaker. And this shit is driving me nuts. Because it makes it so much harder for us, and like teachers, to do their jobs when things are being so complicated in the world. Sexuality shouldn't even be in a child's mind. But yet you're fucking putting it shit in their heads. We're the adults at the end of the day. You have to plant certain seeds in your child's head so that they can progress in life. Sexuality should be the last motherfucking thing. The last fucking thing a child should be worried about. But we live in a society where it's like, oh, if he dances like a girl, he's gay. Oh, if, if, if she plays with boys, she's gay. And it's like, we need to stop doing that shit. Let people be themselves. Yeah, you're going to have some tomboys. Yeah, you're going to have some tom girls. Like, it doesn't, it, it, oh God, it doesn't fucking matter. You're going to have both ways of the world. You just need to know how to navigate through it. Who gives a fuck? And I'm not saying that to disrespect anyone. I'm saying that to make sure everyone understands that we're feeding a lot of energy into things that's not benefiting us as a society. It's not benefiting us, yo. Knowing who likes who is not benefit. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't affect me. You being gay, you being trans, you being them, you being they, that does not affect me. Why? Because I know who I am. And I also know that I am not always accepted into this society in America. But what the fuck can I do about it? My people fought for my freedom. My people fought for me to vote. My people fought for so much shit. But yet, who gets the credit for it? Let's talk about it, y'all. Like, I'm so tired of having this conversation about whether or not it's important to talk about sexuality in school, especially middle, uh, elementary and middle school. Now, I understand middle school a little bit, but not entirely. They're still kids. They're still fucking kids, man. They're children. They don't know. They're still figuring themselves out. So it's like, where do we draw the line, y'all? Where do we draw the line? Because this is crazy. And, you know, I look back at the amendments, right? I try to look back at the laws that are made for, for us and all these things. And every state, let me break something down for y'all real quick. Every state is its own country. America is one country, but America has 52 countries within America.
Every state has their own laws. Every states have their own rules. They do not all lay the same unless it's a country or a federal law or an amendment or whatever the situation is. It's that. So here in Massachusetts, you can get married at 16. But when you go over to South Dakota, you can get married at 13. All right? Up north for a long time, I mean, California and Massachusetts were the only two states, I think, at some point who allowed gay marriage. Now it's a nationwide thing. But yet still, the South is still a little iffy about it. You know, they don't respect it, but they have to allow it. The abortion laws. The abortion laws, some down south, some southern states, they're not playing that shit. You got to go up north. You got to go over west. So when you think about all of those things within itself, right, all of those things, right, all of those things I just listed, that's a lot of things that's going on. But when we have the civil rights movement for the women's and people of color and all these different things, and we have all these movements, right, to fit into a society, it's so hard when people don't look at the logic behind their emotions. And I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to make it so that you guys can get where I am right now. Me being Black, I can't hide my Blackness. You can tell that I'm Black because my nose, my lips, my body, my figure tells and shows a lot of things that are from my culture, right? But I can hide being gay. I can hide being gay. It's so easy to hide being gay. Because not all you have to do is wear the clothes that are that fits within your gender pretty much. Yeah, you might walk a little you might have a little twitch in your walk, that's fine, but some men are feminine, and that doesn't mean that they're gay. So when we look at things and we, when we understand what does it mean, what does it mean to fit in? What does it mean to build a melting pot? Now, America is not a melting pot. America is pots, has pots that are, that are melting, but they're not melting together. You know what I mean? Everybody got their own pot. Nobody's dipping and dabbing in nobody's pot. Yeah, there might be a few places and communities and towns that be dipping and dabbing, but it's it's not always like that. But to know that everything that we go through, everything that we experience, we have to think logically about shit. Do you really think it's important to teach kids about sexuality in school? I don't think so. I mean, when I was growing up and it was so normal, it was the norm for grandparents to take care of their ki- their grandkids, right? Some of my friends growing up, they their grandparents took care of them. They you know, some of my friends growing up, they had two moms. But, you know, they didn't, they weren't, 
making it weird. It wasn't a weird thing. It was just, oh, wow, they have two moms. That's cool. I feel like we, I can't say we, I feel like society puts things and makes things difficult for us to process. When you think about it, kids don't think about whether or not they should have two moms or two dads. It's all about how you're teaching your child what family means. We're separating, we're separating so much to the point that we don't, we're so fearful of speaking on certain things. We're separating so much to the point that we're telling our kids that we need to be separated. We're not even telling our kids we should be integrated. We're not teaching our kids that it's okay to have two moms and two dads. We're not teaching them that. We're just teaching them to just know that we should be separated. It's like conversations you have with your kid, whether you're gay, straight, whatever, should be. Now, I can't say that everyone's you know, situation is like this. But me personally, if I was gay, if I was a lesbian, right? And I had a child and I needed to explain to my kid that, you know, you're going to school and there's gonna, you might have meet some friends that have dads and blah, 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 blah. That's something I teach to my kid. Like, just let you know, like, love is love. This is our family. And some families have moms and dads and some families have two dads and some families have two moms. But in our family, you know, that's how you, 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 you put things in a perspective for your child to understand the word family. Now, when you say, oh yeah, you, you know, we have two moms. When you emphasize on the roles of a mother and a father, it confuses the child. Why? Because you're teaching them about something that doesn't exist in your environment. So why not just slow things down. I mean, tell things to your kid when they're old enough to comprehend, but to sit here and start them real, real, real young and early to separate them from the simple fact that this is just how, this is just how family functions or this is how our family is and other families are different. If you emphasize on the word family, your child is not going to question whether or not they need a father figure in their lives. You feel me? Like, There's a lot of things that you can do to communicate certain things to kids. And like, I feel like that's what television should be. If if they really want to integrate television to teach kids about these things, I feel like you need to leave it up to the parents instead of leaving it up to television. Because then you see things, then your kids start seeing things on television. And then that's what makes kids curious. That's what brings curiosity to the mind. Because you got kids seeing things, hearing things that don't make sense. And they're going to have a hard time grasping everything because it's just too confusing. So to make things clear, and this is just from a, this is just me talking about kids. I'm not even talking about what I really want to talk about. But that's just from a kid's perspective. You know, I understand we want to include people, but it was like, to me, it's just, it's disrespect. It's disrespectful to, to me because I put a lot of time in myself, right? I put a lot of time in doing this and fitting in and da 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 whether I did or didn't. And people still, some people still look at me and be like, ill, disgusted, oh, ill, scary, or whatever the situation is, right? I'm still dealing with racist shit. 
I'm still dealing with prejudice. But am I going to social media and making a petition to have all white people, anybody who discriminates me, be punished? I'm not doing that. And then sometimes I feel like maybe sometimes as black people, we should fight more for our rights. But it's like every time we fight harder for our rights, they fucking kill us. So when you look at society and you have people over here and huge ass groups, the LGBT community is one of the biggest groups here in America. That is like, when I tell you, when they shake shit, they shake shit and they get shit done. They're the only group here in America that has actually made shit happen for all of them to fit in. It took us hundreds of fucking years to do the things that they were doing. And despite the fact, yeah, they they were, yeah, gay people were in the, the shadows for the most part, but they still were able to be gay. And I, I want to, and I hate, I'm not separating anyone, but I'm one of you, and I know this is probably bad for me to do, but I'm generalizing the LGBTQ community as gay. Because, I mean, when I grew up, there was only gay, bisexual, and straight. You either were those three. And it didn't matter which one you were. People accepted you for who you were, and some people didn't, but that's a life. Nothing, everybody's not going to like everything. And that's understandable. And I get that. But as people, we got to do better with how we want things to be addressed. You know what I mean? We got to look at the bigger picture. Like, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of fuckery going on, y'all. The fact that they taking this song down. Now, part of me is like, I need to go on iTunes right now. And I need to buy Natural Woman before these motherfuckers start taking it down everywhere. And it's like... It sucks because it's like, it don't even matter hard if women were to sign a petition to say, you know, we don't, you know, we disagree with this. It's not discriminating against transgender because transgender is not natural. Then we got to go to court for this shit. Then we go to, then once you go to court, however, the situation, however, the case ends will determine the new laws for songs. Y'all don't realize, like, every time the law changes, you know, they gotta, they gotta fix, they gotta, they gotta go through all the cases. There's a lot of cases. And it's like, you know, it, it's just, to me, it's overwhelming. It's stressful. And I get it. I really do get it. I get that people want to be inclusive and people want to have, you know, shared similarities or whatever situation. They want to have the same equality but it's like for me it's like what is so equal you want to dress like yourself to fit in to be accepted by how you dress that's okay i understand the whole marriage thing like i understand why marriage was important for people that were gay because they didn't have the same rights as heterosexual marriage couples who could have life insurance on their partners, who can buy a home together, who can do this, who can do that, you know, who, you know, if someone passes away, you know, life insurance policies and stuff like that. I understand that to the T. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to be a lawyer at some point in my life, but I realized it's it's going to take more than me just to make a change in this world. But, you know, it's, it's, it sucks. But 
I understand. But to sit here and say that we need to be seen more on TV and all this stuff and the kids and blah, blah, blah. But like, and then people saying, oh, we're going to let our kids decide whether or not they want to be a girl or a boy. Where do we draw the line? That's all I want to know is like, where do we draw the line to like, this is too much. Not only is this too much, this is, I understand you want to include everybody. I understand that. But when you when you when you stand in and you walk in my shoes, I can't do nothing about the the things that's happening in in my in my life or for my people in my community. It don't matter how hard we try. I mean, y'all seen it when we went and we fought, try to you know, the Black Lives Matter. Everybody was telling Black people not to go to the state capitol. Indeed, why? Because they had the National Guard there. I don't like they had the National Guard for Black Lives Matter, right? Then when the white folks was getting mad and they went down there and was protesting all lives matter, they didn't have not one army guy out there. And them motherfuckers went up in there, they vandalized that place, they broke up them windows, they was beating on those security guards. You know, like they let them do it. They let them fuck shit up. And I just said to myself, like, it's it's crazy how this world is, yo. It really is. It's crazy how much people do things and get away with things. It, that white power is real. That white privilege is real. And it's like, what do we, we can't do nothing about it. We can't do nothing about it here. We do have other alternates. A lot of us are scared to leave America. I'm going to just leave it like that. But a lot of us are scared to leave this place because we think that this is the only place that got it good. But, I mean, when you travel overseas, people overseas have way more freedom than we do. I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, most countries overseas have more freedom. Most countries have free Medicare. Most countries have free education like you know america's makes a lot of fucking money but yet don't distribute it to where it needs to go unless it's for a business america is real life business and that's it but it's just sad how they want to take down aretha franklin's song a natural woman because it's discriminating against transgender. I mean, oh my goodness, when Aretha Franklin sung that song, that song wasn't made to discriminate no one. Back then, and the fact that Spotify even took it down is like disrespectful because it's like, yo, she's a woman who, you know, protest and, you know, fought for women's rights. She's a woman who spot, uh, spoke out for women. She made songs made for women. How can you be mad? How can you really be mad that you're not a natural woman and you're upset that there's not a song that's for you? But it's like, if you want something for you, you got to be able to create shit. You got to be able to make things for you to fit in. I'm not going to sit, you know, like I said, I'm not disrespecting nobody's sexuality. I just wish that this world could stop separating and segregating us. We had a race war. 
we had for oh let me let me lay it down like this we had a we had a war about power we had a war about race now we're having a war about sexuality you can't fucking tell me that these are not problems i listen i respect everyone 100 percent. it's just some things don't need to be separated and segregated how you doing hi miss breaker um i have a quick question for you um yes. what song are you talking about so they're taking down they spotify already took down uh natural woman oh yeah i thought it was okay i was just trying to look down. it up and see but nothing's coming up really and google yeah i just type in like what song got taken down and nothing came up so I looked on uh, Daily Mail, and it says that now Aretha Franklin's song "Natural Woman" has deemed offensive to trans women, outraged as acti- uh, activists demand song to be removed from Spotify and Apple. I didn't know Apple too. And it's just like I'm trying to understand how is this. I'm trying to understand how this shit is discriminating towards them because it's not natural. And I'm and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm trying to be as respectful as I can. But you can't be mad at a song that talks about natural women. I mean, that's 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 um that's overboard because overboard. even even we have women out here getting plastic surgery mm-hmm. and everything. So I mean. <sighs> It's it's a mess. It's 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 a mess. I'm it's, lost for words. It is. And I'm so trying, they really took it, it down. They really took it down. I mean So no more natural woman? That's why I'm like, I need to find a vinyl. Now I gotta find a you know, and it sucks because I shouldn't have to do that. And it's like as now as a natural woman, do I need to have a petition signed out to have a hundred people signed to have this shit added back on? Because yeah, after a while, I'm natural. I don't wear makeup. Me neither. Not even lip gloss. <laughs> so it's like I got cornrows on my hair right now. <laughs> my natural hair just braided. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, it's it's hard. And I feel better too. Like I feel like I can yes. Like when I try to do my hair last week, and I try to put like um the little crochet, mm-hmm. I took it out. I was like, I don't feel myself anymore. Like I begin to start like, you know, stop wearing weaves and wearing my natural hair. Mm-hmm. And if it's not my natural hair, it's braids. Yes. And it, and it's different, you know? Now it's like if they take uh, Aretha, Fran- Aretha Franklin's family to court, they're gonna win. So it's like, is it really worth it? Is it worth it? Hmm. You know, it's a lot that's going on in this world. And it's like, y'all keep, these folks keep separating and separating and segregating. That's all that's happening right now. Yeah, they're dividing people. And that's not nice, man. And, you know, it's it's not... And I'm not knocking nobody. You do what you want to do for yourself. Do whatever makes you happy. But don't ruin things for others. Just because, you know, 
don't know. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make you happy or it doesn't reflect, you know, you. Yeah. Oh, you just... I wonder if my daughter knows this. <laughs> like, she's with her father right now, but as soon as they're done spending time, I'm going to go in there and see if they, you know, how my daughter feels about this. Like, it's so... It, it hurts me so bad because it's like, this is not fair. And that's the music that that's like great. That's that's like all time great music. Now yes. that's music. Yeah, it's not even the fact that <laughs> it's like that's music. Like yeah. all this other music is trash. Like that's real music. Mm-hmm. Like they want to take down real music mm-hmm. instead of taking down someone slobbing on my knob or busted open. Yeah. <laughs> it's a twisted world, man. I just feel like the world is going to get worse and worse. And that's it sad, man. It is. And, you know, and that's why I, I said briefly about, like, kids. I try to put it from a kid's perspective. It's like, why are we? why do we need to teach kids about sexuality when we can just teach kids about family? You know, you're, 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 you're still, you're breaking children's innocence for no reason when it can be simplified, you know, yeah. and it's like, you, you got all these things on TV. And then I remember one of my, one of my coworkers was saying he was reading books to his kid and he never read a book with heterosexual people getting married. And his, now his son's mind is conflicted with only thinking that only gay people can get married and not a woman and a man can get married. So it's like, it's all about how you teach your kid. Okay. To teach your kid about these things, but it's like, wait till they're in their adolescent years, like they're teens, like, you know, to teach them more about it. Do you have children? I have my, I don't have children on my own, but I do take Uh care. Okay. Okay. I got, I got, um, I have two children. I have a girl and a boy. I have a 19-year-old and a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. And um, me having a girl, ooh, and talk about sex, it was the hardest thing. Really? Yeah. It, it was really hard. Now, for my son, it was easy. It was, it was like I went in there and like, yo, do you want to get someone pregnant or not? <laughs> Just keep it straight and forward. Straight forward. <laughs> like, I was, I was like, I was like, do you want to get some STDs? Like it was so easy. <laughs> yeah, I was forward now with my daughter. I still haven't had that talk with her. Really? Yeah, like uh, she was shut me down. Well, how do you approach her? Because I feel like for me, my mom never really talked to me about it. She just kind of told In me, a like, funny way. <laughs> you're not ready, too young. And that was it. Or you're getting pregnant and you don't want to get pregnant. And I'm just like, okay. But, you know, how do you approach her about it? It was <sighs> like I started talking to her about her cycle when she was like eight, cause I had um, 
sorry about the background. I had a little cousin and she had hers. So mm. it was like, you know, and she was living with us. So, and then she didn't get hers until like years after. <laughs> so, you know, like she felt uncomfortable and, you know, she was like, I'm still a little girl. Like, why are you talking to me about this? <laughs> yeah. It it seemed like, and now, uh, I just have her follow you everything, cause it's just too stressful. Like she just walk <laughs> away, Aww. she won't listen, and it's like, oh, you know what? At least I got my son. At least he knows what's <laughs> up. <laughs> when she's ready, I feel like she's gonna come to me. That's how. You don't want her to come to you when she's ready because coming to you might not always be the ready. It might be, I already did it. Uh, but that's, but that's fine. That's okay? fine. At least, at least she told me, right. It's, it's like, uh, uh, I feel like she's like so shy about it. And, and so like thing and like, you know, and, I think she will tell me before. And if she don't tell me before, she'll tell me after. And I will still accept that. As long as she tells me, right? And mm-hmm. don't keep it a secret. Yeah. Like. That is hard. I don't have girls, but I wish my mom would have sat down and talked to me, whether it was a damn PowerPoint. Like. <laughs> Yeah, my mom. Did she? You did not say PowerPoint. Yes, you, PowerPoint. you must I'm be sure. around my age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I had like being in school and learning about sex. That's how teachers taught us. Like, you know, PowerPoints and fucking videos. Like that was that was it. And any questions I had was all answered. But I wish I had that bond and relationship with my mom mm-hmm. because I feel like that would have helped me be more open and comfortable with you know expressing to her about my relationships that I was in and out of you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know just to have that comfortability to talk about like go to my mom and be like my boyfriend's acting a little weird because da 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 it was me being in secret relationships knowing I wasn't supposed to be in relationships when my mom told me I had to be a certain age <laughs> <laughs> but you know i still wish that bond would have built and created that mm-hmm. because i didn't get that opportunity to have that and i'm 27 i'm an old soul and oh. my mom passed away six years ago it'll be seven in september so that's why i feel like i wish i had more of that because i'm so young mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we all need our mom you know mm-hmm. It's it's something you gotta build. I feel, I be like, all of my friends that have kids, <laughs> and they're girls, and most of my friends, some of my friends are my age, and most of my friends are older, but the ones that are older and my cousins that have kids, they be like, yo, I'm so glad I don't have girls, and I'm and or the ones that have girls, they be like, these girls are a pain in the ass. Like, you do not want a girl. I'm like, damn, is that bad? <laughs> Is the you know what I think, and I know if my daughter had money to buy her feminine products, 
she wouldn't have told me she had her cycle because she is just so secretive and it's like and it's like girl why are you so secretive (laughs) like (laughs) tell me like tell me and then right when i got happy about it she was like why are you happy about it I'm like, I'm not happy about that. I'm happy that you told me. <laughs> yeah, I will say that's the reaction I got from my mom when I told her she was happy. And I was like, yo, why the hell are you happy right now? I'm fucking bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Am I dying? <laughs> are you happy? Like, that We're happy that you came to us instead of hiding it. And yeah. you know we find that out on 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 our own, or months down the line. And you're like, you got your, you got your cycle. Like you gotta tell me. Yeah, I. But you know, it, it is. I guess it is hard with with girls because I mean we're more mature. We mature faster naturally mm-hmm. than boys. So it's like. For me, I always felt like I never needed to ask my mom for anything because I already knew how to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what it is. It's like, I guess growing up, you in when you're getting older and you realize like the boys are still stupid and, <laughs> you know, you're growing and you have to deal with the simple fact that, well, I don't really need my mom. I'm not a baby. Yeah. You know? But you always need your mom. You always need your mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely know now. And I'm glad that I got to spend that time and all those things to my mom But while I was in college. But I am like, you know, that is the truth. Like, when I hear some of my friends talk badly about their parents, especially their mothers, I'd be like, you know, that's your mom. You can't change that. She brought you into this world. Like you might not need her now or you might feel like you don't need her at all, but you're going to need her one day. Yeah. That's, that's most children. Most I, I hear from teenagers. I can't stand my parent, my parent, this, my parents trying to ruin my life. Yeah. And it's like, no, we just do not want you to go through the mistakes that we went through. If we could, prevent you we are if we're gonna put you in a better school knowing that you're gonna get a better education that's what we're gonna do yep 100 that's something i'm learning as i'm taking care of my brother he doesn't get it he doesn't get what my mom was trying to teach me (laughs) for the longest as in my teen years and once I hit adulthood, I started understanding more and, you know, being more responsible. But, you know, I'm just like, it's a battle. But. Oh, you can come back up here. I didn't realize your timer. <clears throat> you can come back up. I'm just trying to fix this. Uh thing here. I wanna change up the the topic. We can talk about parenting because I feel like these are important too. 
you know, a lot of things. I save, I add you back in here. <clears throat> It's, 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 yeah, but, but it's the truth. Like what you were saying. I'm sorry, you before you cut off. What were you saying? Oh, I was just saying thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the truth. You do need your parents eventually. I'm learning that. Like, there's a lot of things that me being a parent, I'm learning. And trying to trying to reminisce because I'm only so young. Me and my brother are 12 years apart. He's 15. Mm-hmm. And I try to think, like, how was I at that age? And I was bad. And I'm just like, damn, you know, now I got to go through it. But it's like, he's not as bad as I was. And I'm grateful for that because there's a little balance for the both of us. You know, I don't, gotta, I don't have to yell. I'm not too strict with him. You know, he does what he needs to do. But it's still hard to talk about like personal stuff from from him. I would say since he's a boy, don't be too hard on him, but just be his friend and love him. Just love on him and just you know show yeah. him that the world is tough and you gotta be strong. <laughs> And you, yeah. you know, and you got to be a leader. You can't be a follower in this world. And if you're gonna follow someone, make sure that they're, you know, someone that you can really look up to and and trust. You got this. You got Thank this. Thank you. Thank you. I'm definitely doing better, and our relationship is getting stronger. But it is, it still is. Some days it can be, it can be tough. But that's what, that's what, that's what it takes to be a parent. You got to love them when things are bad and you got to love them when things are good. You know, don't stop loving. Like I have a 19 year old and I'm trying to tell him to go back to school, you know, and he's like, I don't want to go to school. And I'm like, uh, JJ, like, you got to. And he's like, you know, he's working in the emergency department. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good job. But <laughs> you need, you know, something after that to, like, guide you in the right direction. Like, you know, like you, yeah, you can work in a hospital all your life, but you need something that's that you can work less hours get paid more and have a career not just a job like make that job a career mm-hmm. so that's what i'm pushing him to he's gonna he's gonna start school he says two hours and i'm like that's perfect like look that's it. good yes then you have the whole day to play video games <laughs> <laughs> you have like but you gotta study too so you know um I don't want him to regret that because he last like last month he came to me. He's like, I regret not getting my license. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
but you should have just got it. You should have just took the test and not be scared. But he was really, really scared. Yeah. Well, it's never too late. He's mm-hmm. he can always do it whenever he's ready. No rush. That's what I'm. I'm I am. I'm not forcing him. I'm just mm-hmm. like you know when you're ready, when you're comfortable. You got this. Just don't be scared. Yeah. It's definitely a lesson in everything. So sometimes we just got to close our eyes and just, you know, pray for the best. <laughs> we got to pray for the best. Like, yo, God's going to take us all the way. Mm-hmm. You definitely got to do do the, do the best that you can teach them the best that you can teach them as much as you can and through your mistakes like i definitely like you know i i raised my children off of the way that i was brought up mm-hmm. i i didn't want that to happen with my children i'm like Whatever I could do to try to prevent anything, that's what I did. Um, I had ADD growing up, and my mom refused to put me on medicine. She was like, oh, I'll grow out of it. And the thing about that was, yeah, I grew out of it, but I couldn't focus. I couldn't do my work. And when I had my son and he had it, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to make this mistake that my mom, yeah, I don't want him on this type of medication, but if it's going to help him and for him to graduate, I'm all for it. Like, yes, sign me up, put me in. (laughs) Like, it was a struggle though, but, you know, um, we definitely got through it and I had a lot of support from his school and uh, I didn't have support with my mom (laughs) or his family but you know I had support from other people so it was definitely um definitely good and when he graduated I put it all in my mom's face like yeah you see maybe if you had me on those type of drugs maybe I would have (laughs) graduated like I would have finished school so we definitely gotta learn from our mistakes and don't let that happen to our children yes i agree with that 100 percent me i don't have kids of my own but taking care of my brother it's not like i haven't taken care of him you know i my mom's a single parent so Uh i'm the first born I'm helping her just as much as she's helping me and him. Yeah, so yeah, so you are you are a mom. I took care of my little sister, mm-hmm. and I took care of both of my sisters. Actually, the the youngest one thought that I was her mom for years. Really? And, yeah, and it was really devastated that and. When I told her, like, no, I'm not your mom, like, she broke down and cried, oh. and she was like, oh, you're lying to me. I'm like, what do I got to lie to you about? Like, you're not my child. 
<laughs> you're not my child but I, I love you like I love you you're my sister but that's how close we are yeah. she's about to have a baby and oh, congratulations yeah, that's gonna be my first nephew so I'm like excited oh my god yes. congrats thank you it's always a blessing when a baby is born. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a blessing. And I'm telling her, you know, you got to don't do the same mistakes that you did. You know, if you can prevent it and you know, go that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's just going to make everything better in life. Yes. <laughs> no regrets, man. No I love being a mom. I love taking care of people. I do. I do too. It's very reward. It's very rewarding. It is. You know? It's just like the it fact so that good. Mm-hmm. sometimes they don't appreciate it, but we know that they love it. It's yes, like- they do. <laughs> They sure, they sure be so ungrateful. But they show it in different ways. Oh, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. How long it took you to, how long you been thinking about you been loving me? How, how long has it been? Now I just want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Boston. Oh, you are from Boston too. Yeah. Okay. I'm from the (laughs) hood. I'm from the Berry. Berry. I'm from well, if I say what what town in Boston, I would say High Park. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. High Park. Okay. All right. All right, we got the we got the high park in the house. All right, mm-hmm. I like up there, nice and <clears throat> it is nice and quiet, but a lot of shit be popping up out there. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. I live in the suburbs now, but shit, I don't miss it. I don't miss the city at all. Too loud for me. I love the quietness. It's I love like... the peace. <laughs> I don't know what I would do when I move because shit, I live on the main street and every minute that's all I hear is ambulance. So yeah. when I hear nothing, I'll probably be like, damn, there's no ambulance going? Like, really? Like, there's, there's nothing <laughs> happening? Like, there's no crackhead sleeping in the hallway? There's like, there's, there's, there's no one running around naked outside? Like, there's, there's nothing happening? Yeah, very being Very is has changed so much it's scary like it's <sighs> something like a whole new world over there yes <sighs> like it's already bad enough blue hill already got the prostitutes and the strippers and well mm-hmm. i won't say the stripper just the prostitutes shoot yeah 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 <laughs> my daughter <laughs> Like my grandma would say, the call gals. 
<laughs> one day we're driving home and my daughter looked back and she's like, yo, why did why do it look like GTA Blue Hill eyes? <laughs> yo, that's that's real life shit, y'all. Like it be some wild y'all think New York be wild yeah, Boston is wild. Yeah, we got Matt Del Mayo right there next to BMC. Yeah. That, that, that whole street is full of tents. Yes. Oh, it's, it's it, it, like California. Oh, it, I used to live in Cali and how they, they treat them homeless people, you know, nicely. Boston, they don't give a fuck. You see all, they don't put fences on them. over. It, they... They put fences places that don't even that don't even look right. It looked crazy as hell. <laughs> you fucking walking down the street and there's a fence covering the grass, a spot of grass, and you just, a six foot sprint fence that got sharp shit at the top, and you just like, yo, what the fuck is this? Is this the prison? You walking around like, is this a prison? Because that's what I be thinking. Like, why the hell they got all these pointy shits and uh, around piece of grass? Oh, it's to keep out the homeless. Yeah, stop the homeless people from laying all the grass. That's what they got now. So they don't got no more tents down there. The I I know that they moved um a couple of months ago. They so they so they was on Mass Ave. And they moved them to the same spot that they took them from. So I'm like, um, yeah, that don't make any sense. So you yeah, just move them back and forth, back and forth. Like, yeah. And there's so much of them that they can't give them all housing and all hotels. Mm-hmm. It's, only, it's only like a few. Mm-hmm. And then... Sometimes I feel like they like being in South Bay. Personally, I feel like they like living underneath that bridge. Like, yeah, they do. For real, for real. Because it's like, mm-mm. Boston got so much help out here. Like, for real. There's, yeah, there's no reason why you're homeless. Like, that's just a choice. But it was nice talking to you. It's good talking to you as well. I'm gonna go and just sit down and listen to what you gotta say. All right. Thank you. Thank you for coming. No problem. But yeah, yo. Parenting is something. I'm learning as I'm going. And you know, communicating is so important to me. You know, I rather communicate what's going on rather than create assumptions. You know, I don't want, you know, my brother went through a lot. As some of y'all know, if y'all don't know, you know, a lot of family trauma and a lot of negativity after my mom passed. And my brother, it was hard talking to him and for the longest, it was like I couldn't joke with my brother because he took a lot of things personally, you know, because I didn't know that these things were said to him, but in a harmful way. 
you know, I had to change how I spoke, how I communicated with him and have a better understanding of what he's going through. You know, and I, we talk that much better now, but it's like, it was a lot for me to even learn, like, you know, although I'm trying to be funny and just make him smile, it's really hurting him. And, you know, I had to navigate differently and channel things in a different light. And most of my time, I just... You know, I try to give him space, and I try to understand, you know, what he likes to do and stuff. But he's such a talented kid. I love showing him pictures and videos of him and my mom and him when he was small. He'd be cracking up. He'd be like, I'm so ugly. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm like, you're so handsome. Stop saying that. And he'll be like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe that's me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you was a talented kid dancing, you know, he was something else, boy. But it's just communicating with your kids to have a better to have a better understanding of who you are to them is important. You feel me? Like, yeah, they understand that you provide for them and all these things, and you cook for them, and you nurture nurture them, and you protecting. <clears throat> you still gotta have that relationship where there's still a friend. I mean, my mom used to always tell me, I'm your mom. I'm your mom first. <laughs> she used to always say that. She let me know, like, yo, I fuck you up if you come sideways next to me. Like, yo, my mom, <laughs> my mom didn't play about that shit. My mom was not playing. She was not the one. She was not the one to play with. Like, I, I remember testing my mom one time, and she was like, you want to go fight like these bitches in the street? You want to go fight? And I'm just like, nah, I'm good. She was like, I didn't fucking think so. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not fighting you. Like, you're my mother. Like, I have, I respect you too much to do any of that stupid shit. I'm good. My mom, she was, she would check me in a heartbeat. But I was not that type of kid. But at the end of the day, like, just communicating, you know, different things. I mean, my mom, she emphasized that with me, like, being open and communicating with her. She, you know, she always, like, when I went back, when I left the nest, went to college, I went to college in New York. The first, Listen to this, y'all. I'm going to do story time real quick. So I went to college in New York, <clears throat> and uh, my mom dropped me off. I gave her a hug and a kiss, took a few pictures, and we was getting ready to, she was getting ready to leave, and she started getting all teary-eyed. And I was like, "Don't cry," and she's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm so." Uh, she's like, "I'm scared." I'm like, "Don't be scared." I said, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm here because I want to be here and I'm ready. I'm ready for this." And she's like, "I'm so proud of you," you know. And I was like, "You know, thank you and I love you." And in that moment, she was just like. You know, I hope you call me. You know, I want you to call and keep in touch. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, ma. Mind you, I'm only three hours away. But, you know, that was different for her, I feel. Because, you know, she's a mom and I'm her firstborn. 
you know, I understand where she was coming from. I felt her pain. I, you know, I, t- I teary up too with her. So my mom, I talked to my mom that night and then went to school the next day. I was doing my thing, doing my thing, doing my thing, doing my thing. I was in tune, you know, I was making sure I organized myself, made sure everything was set. You know, I was lit. And then two weeks go by. (laughs) I know y'all are like, yo, what? This girl. Yes, two weeks go by. I don't talk to my mom. I know y'all that are parents are probably like, this girl, no, she didn't. I know, I did. But I didn't intentionally do that to my mom. I just, I was just so infatuated with educating myself to a higher degree in my life and experiencing something I've always kind of had a dream of growing up. You know, for me and making changes in my family, you know, being the first to graduate on both sides of my mom and my dad having my degree. For me, it, it was, I was focused, you know, I was in my zone. And two weeks go by (laughs) and tell me why my mom called me and was like, she didn't even like, uh, she just was like, Julia, so you you have a problem with everyone now? Like, you don't love us anymore? Like, you don't love me anymore? Like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, it's been two weeks. I'm like, no, it hasn't. And she's like, yes, it has. And I'm looking through the and I'm like, oh shit, it has been two weeks. I really was in a zone. And my mom was like, Julia, no, you can't be doing stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you know, I had to get it together, you know, to better communicate with her because that's something that she wanted to build with me. And as a parent, you know, respect her, I, I chose to do so. So I talk to my mom once every day. Every day I talk to my mom once a day. I might text her. She might text me a few things. She might tag me something on Facebook. (laughs) But I would talk to her every day, once a day. And at least for like two hours of my day. And, you know, she was my friend. You know, she was there. We talked about shit. I used to tell about the girls I would hang out with. I'd be like, yo, this girl, she, my mom be like, yeah, she's probably not someone who likes you. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know? She's like, just based off of everything you told me, it just doesn't sound right. No one just does stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. You know, she put things in perspective for me, but communicating was important for the both of us. And that's something I want to build for my brother because, you know, it's important to communicate in general. It's therapeutic. What's up? Yo, what up? What up? What up? What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. 
much chilling. What's going on with you? Chilling, chilling. Yeah. Everything all right? Everything's good. You trying to raise kids? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, uh, I'm taking care. I take care of my brother. I don't have kids of my own, but he's my kid. All right. All right. That's what's up. So, will you will you say communicate communicating with children? On, yeah. on what level? What do you mean? On, I feel like all levels. You know, emotional, educational. Mm-hmm. All levels okay. of. Yeah. You know, it, this is your seed. This is something that you are choosing to bring into this world. You're That's the your child, so this is the legacy that you're leaving behind. So, what are you gonna yeah. teach? You know, what are you gonna teach? Uh, oh, so you basically trying to figure out what are some values you should install into your kid while communicating with your kid? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the climate that we live in right now, I would install obedience or com- obedience to authority. That's what I would teach to any type of authority, um, compliance to authority um, until you're able to get away free and tell your story. You know what I mean? I think yeah. a lot of situations that goes on right now it's only due to our teaching or allowing of a defiant um, nature when it comes to any type of authority. We, we, ch- we allow that to fester in our children. We allow, we, we speak um, harshly about authority when we're around our children, where you think our children get it from. If we show respect to authority, our children will show respect to authority. But somewhere along the line, somebody that that kid looked up to did not show the, t- the type of level of respect that was warranted to authority. And therefore, after that, they lost their way and then became the uh, toxic relationship between our children and authority. Yeah, I believe it starts uh, from home. I mean, I'm a yeah. teacher. So I, I see how these kids act. Yeah. These kids are acting through the parents' actions. Yes, 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 yes. When the parents yes. come to us and they say to us, like, hey, you know, Miss Miss Breaker, is my kid behaving in school? Like, do they do, what, is, what are some actions that they do in school? They want to ask you all these actions. They use action. they use, uh, you know, adjective words be, to describe their kid, but they won't actually exactly say what it is that their child is doing until mm. they sow. So okay. if you say, oh, yeah, yeah, your kid does it. Oh, yeah, they do that at home. It's like, so what are you going to do about it? Are you asking for advice or are you just like, what's the story? Yeah. You are know, you just good with it? are you good with <laughs> this? Or, you, you know, and sometimes some parents are like, you know, can you help me? And some parents are just like, well, I don't, you know, I don't know what to do. And we're just like, you know, maybe you need to, like, try to, you know, be more stern with them because they don't take things serious. There you go. Well, the only reason why they don't take things serious is because they're, I don't think a lot of parents are 
serious with their children. Are serious with their children. They yeah. they're not dedicated to the discipline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're more dedicated to to making the kid feel good. And like I say, this is a generation of how people feel. And yeah. how how you feel ain't gonna get you no fucking where. Because a lot of people don't give a damn how you feel. Especially when in positions of power, people with positions of power can care less about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Respectfully. You see what I'm saying? So yep. you, you you too busy out here trying to be right. You see what I'm saying? You focus, yep. focus on what's right and all this other this right shit. But at the end of the day, when you don't have the position of power nor authority in a position, recognize that this ain't the time. And there might be a place that's created for me to have my day. But it ain't here. It is not on the side of the road. And it's not in the classroom. That's where it's not. Yeah. And we got to figure that out. You know what I mean? Because we're looking at all these, all these damaging, um, all these horrible stories that you see on television all the time, right? And you wonder, how did we get here? First of all, police were created as race soldiers. Let's get out the way. All right. Yeah. So we all know that they were race soldiers from the beginning. Oh, okay. yeah. So being that they stem from race soldiers, they do have an underlying um, um, duty to mm-hmm. pick on people of color, all right? Or harass people of color, naturally. That's what the job entails. It's like a politician. His job, no matter how honest he is, his job aligns him to lie, sell you dreams. That's what his job does. No matter who he is as a person, his job won't allow him to be forthright with you. You see what I'm saying? Because if he does, if he is forthright with you, then he won't have a job. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> They'll get him up out of there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so if that being the case, now we understand what the, what, what the true position of that job is and what it entails. So why are we surprised when it doesn't go our way? It's never went your way. If I've been telling you lies for 500 years, guess what you got coming for the next 500 years? More lies. More lies. Right? Come on. Let's come on. Why? Why do we have discernment with relationships and 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 teams and teams and basketball teams and football teams that we put all of our our heart and blood and sweat and tears into? And we have discernment for that to recognize when we shouldn't fuck with them, but we don't understand when we shouldn't fuck with a cop. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why do we not understand that? Okay, and listen, there are situations where people do comply and they are done wrong. Those are unfortunate situations. Those are horrible situations. And those are wrong and they need to be dealt with. But let's stop mixing up uh, people who are defiant and don't want to comply to people who did. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Let's separate separate Philando Castile. Let's separate Philando Castile from Kenan Anderson because that's not the same shit. It's not. That's, let's, let's, let's stop it. Let's stop with the bullshit. Because what happens is when you do align those two together, you know what happens? Then you muddy the waters with Philando Castile. You fuck his case up. You, you, basically, you basically taint his legacy with, with bullshit. Don't, don't align me with the bullshit. Align me with shit that, 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 sim- that similar to what I went through. Don't allow me with no no bullshit, please. 
Mm-hmm. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? The guy died yeah. in front of his fucking child, obeying the law, doing what was right. That's not the same as a nigga high as hell in California, running around, not listening, running up on cars without a gun, trying to carjack him, trying to get away from the scene. That is totally different. And if he just so happened to die because they overly tased him because he was high on shit, then the combination of you getting high and you, it's already done. Bro. I thought you said that was it. You told me that was it. Yeah. I see how it be, for real. I'm so uh, I thought you said that's it. I said that's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying. You, I said you said that's it. You never said that's it. Never. But they definitely have a lot going on out here. I shot. Let me see if you can see. And people realize it. But a lot of times the that you do around your children. Whether in their young, when they're young, projects onto how they say, monkey see, monkey do. Like, that's what it ultimately comes down to when you, when you ask me, like, monkey see, monkey do. That's what children see when they grow up. They see and then they do. You know? Some of these kids, like... <laughs> some of these kids, when they, I'll be watching them when they outside for recess and when they play in house and who's the mom, who's the dad, who's the brother, who's the sister, who's the dog, who's the cat. Like, they go all in. And these kids are hilarious. I be cracking up because it's just like, you know, they're reenacting, you know, the things that they've seen in their homes because there's no way, or TV, if they watch TV. Some of them kids, their parents don't, they real strict on TV, and I like that. <laughs> I love that. But, um, you know, it's interesting. But, uh, you know, it's to see how these kids act and how they reenact and what the things they say. And she's talking about, oh, you're my sister, so we got to talk about this. We have to talk about the boys that we like and whether or not, uh, whether or not the boy has the same zodiac sign that matches with ours. And I'm just like, what the hell are these kids talking about? I ain't saying to myself, these kids must have heard their parents talk about whether or not zodiac signs align with whoever they're in a relationship with because there's no reason why these kids are talking about this right now. Like, there's no damn TV shows right now with kids talking about, I hope not, zodiac signs matching to see if they should be in a relationship and i'm just like you know these are this is elementary i'm just like what's going on like who is good like these elementary middle school kids and it's like what is going on i just don't (laughs) i'm like yo some of these kids like middle school sometimes i can get but it's middle school it's a weird age so it's like they want to be grown then they don't so 
eh, it's weird, but you know, they they do the same thing, and it's like they get all these ideas from the parents. They get they reflect their your children are a reflection of who you are. Like honestly, and you have to steer your child to do better than you. You know, at the end of the day, you got to communicate with your kid and build those skills, whether they're emotional, social, mental, so that they can get through life. You know? But that's all I really want to say to y'all. I'm about to get off this and figure out what I'm going to eat. I'm really in the mood for a lot of different things, but I'm not sure what I want truly and exactly. But, yeah. All right, y'all. One love. Stay blessed.